Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am back with Kimberly for her 11th interview in her Years of Growth series. Welcome, Kimberly. Hi. Hi. Of course, I am your host, Cassie Parks, and today we are continuing on Kimberly's journey of growth, which I'm so excited to talk to you about. Um, what What's awesome right now? Well, what's awesome is that the very first interview I had, I was at the beach. Yes. <laughs> it's been Almost a year later, I'm at the beach again, having another interview. <laughs> that is awesome. I love yes. it. <laughs> and we're going to talk next, um, next episode about how you're living in your script. But uh, first thing I want to do in this episode is celebrate what is your manifested total? So I am over $201,000. Yay! <laughs> and what's awesome about that is that... Um, in March, I manifested over $91,000. And so amazing. in the first three months of this year is almost $100,000, which is what I manifested my first year in the Enchanted Circle. And now I've done it in three months. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. <laughs> Super awesome. So what I'm hearing is you're doing it like four times faster. <laughs> yes. Ah, so magical. It is so magical. How does that feel? Even to say I manifested $91,000 in a month and over $200,000 in a little over a year. Um, well, I think when I first recognized that I had a, my brain kind of went nuts on me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This is a lot of money. What do we do with it? Um, and now it's like, I'm owning the fact that I'm a magical manifester. Yes. And I'm trusting more and it's just, it's deeper this go round than the first go round. Absolutely. And you are, um, you're right smack kind of in the middle of doing manifest 10 K for the second time. So tell us a little bit about that. What is it like to do it again? It's interesting because, um, I, there were some areas where, I kind of like when we were doing the, what were you going to spend your $10,000 on? Like, what's my manifest 10K list? Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of anything. Like I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know because I was, I'm happy on a daily basis. Yes. And I remember the first time I did it, I was desperate for money. Mm-hmm. And now I don't have that desperation feeling anymore. And so it was kind of, it's been really interesting to see how far I've come just in this last year from where I started the first time I did it. Absolutely. I love that. And it's something I, we come across a lot. People get to manifest 10 K for the second time, which it is a little bit different, but it's Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, I have no idea what I'm going to spend my 10,000 on, because like you said, people aren't desperate. You've created this life of happiness over this last year, Mm -hmm. Um, which by the way, if you are listening, that is where the, like manifesting takes off. It's no surprise that you've manifested four times faster or going (laughs) through this, you know, that it's happening like that. Because when we get to that place of, we feel good, 
we manifest quicker. But I think the myth about LOA, and I'd love to hear you talk about this, how you felt before you got here, is that you're supposed to force yourself to be happy so that you can manifest. And that's, it's not the way it works. But when you do create happiness, you manifest faster. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a hell yeah. Um, I <laughs> agree with that 100%. Um, I, I think the I used to think that you had to, you couldn't have a negative thought or a negative feeling or anything because it, it interrupted your manifesting. And I thought that when you were manifesting, you got what you want and then you had the happiness part. <laughs> and it's, it, that's not the way it worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now I, um, I'm happy and stuff just comes so much easier. Yes. Oh, it's amazing. It is truly um, amazing. It is truly amazing because it's where that snowball effect really takes place, right? Which is why we're seeing that big number in you is that you've created this life. You've stepped into your future self. You know, you did manifest 10K, stepped into your future self. And now you're living this happiness all the time. And so it just snowballs into bigger and bigger things and more and more money. Oh yeah. More money. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and the other uh, thing too, is that it's not just like, the physical like baller. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not actually part of manifesting. I think for me, I used to think it was like the physical getting that yeah, dollar or that, that, that money. Um, but I have recognized that manifesting now is it's money, but it's also the things that I want without having to pay the money for them. Right. They, they show up in ways. Um, I, I can give you an example. Um, yeah. I, I wanted, we had a different truck and I wanted new tires. I mean, it was one of those things that, yeah, we'll get there. You know, there were some dents we could take care of. Well, instead of fixing those things, the universe with co-creating with the husband is we now have a brand new truck. It has new tires and no <laughs> dents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I totally got the new vehicle and it covered the tires and the dents and the other things that we were going to, you know, I could have done to the truck. So. Right. Absolutely. Like brand new, amazing, um, feeling good in that. And that was oh. in, so one of the things, a couple of things about this, I want to point out to listeners that wasn't inspired. It wasn't, oh, oh, I put this on my manifesting list. Now I need to go buy a new truck. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even on the radar to go buy a new truck. Right. It wasn't even a thought until it was a thought until it was yes. inspired. Right. Yep. Yeah. Which I love. And that's so true. I think people get caught so caught up in, um, Oh, I, I, it's not like cash in hand. Right. So mm -hmm. all of your list is not, there's not $200,000 sitting in the bank, which there wouldn't be anyway, because you would be living off of some of that anyway. Yeah. But what it represents is some cash, right. We're going to mm -hmm. talk about a really cool cash in a little bit. And, and I'd love to talk um, a little bit later too, about like how you have money and savings and all of that, because I think that is awesome. So it's all over, but it's also the things that have come into your life that you didn't have to get a big check for and go buy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. It is so fun. And I forgot to share. So on my 10 K list, I have um, an entertainment center with a fireplace. Yes. Guess who manifested that? Already. You did? Yay. <laughs> well, <laughs> so my son Zachary is getting one for free from a job that he worked at. Of course. <laughs> it's like, 
well, mom, can I put it in my room? I'm like, well, I guess you can't because he's in the basement. Yeah. And I said, or maybe I can give you some cash for it and we can put it in the family area. So he hasn't brought it home yet, but yeah, it's sitting in his boss's storage unit. So yeah, totally like, so I don't know if that would be the $300 manifested or the one that was like $1,350 manifested. Either way, it's exciting because it was totally free. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. And yeah. so here's the process for listeners. You, when we said we want to invest your 10,000 that's showing up next in mm-hmm. one of the things was this entertainment center. And I think you had that in mind, right? What it would look like with the fireplace and all that. Yeah. And so even you went shopping one day and nothing felt good, right? Yeah. I had picked one out and um, Joshua went with me and he's like, yeah, I don't love this. He goes, I think Zachary could build us something a lot nicer. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, well, what do I do? Because I, you know, I put these certain dollar amounts and then I'm like, I'm just going to let it go. The perfect solution is going to come. And whether we purchase one, Zachary buys one or Zachary gets one for free. (laughs) It is perfect. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I love that story because everybody, you just don't see that could happen. And it's not one, what I also want to highlight because I think people get confused about this. Um, it's not something you don't love. Like you didn't settle because it was free and it was on your list. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And if for some reason it's not beautiful or not what you love, it'll be evidence and you'll let him have it for the basement. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. Cause I haven't seen it, but he says it matches his furniture in his room, the wood. Yeah. So, and then um, we talked about, he's like, well, we could paint it or maybe I can sand it down. And so again, it's not at our house yet, but it's free and you're right. Even if it's not where one of the two places I wanted to put it, it's still evidence that the perfect ones that I want and that I'm going to love are going to show up. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Is that, was that a hard shift for you? to see it as evidence, even if it's not like perfect. I know for some people that was, and I can't remember if it was for you. Um, I don't think so. Uh, not for this, not for this particular story, because um, like when I went to see the entertainment center that I absolutely loved online and I saw it in person, what they were asking for it, I wasn't in love. It wasn't, yeah. the value wasn't there. So I was okay with it not being B1. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think that maybe a year ago, I wouldn't have recognized that this time around. I definitely do. Cause yes. if I don't love something, I don't buy it. And I ask Yay. myself sometimes I, <laughs> I'll share this story. I went to Hobby Lobby. I wanted art for my walls uh-huh. and I filled the cart and then I'm walking through the store and I'm like, but I don't really love this. Like it's mm-hmm. nice, but I don't love it. I walked around the store and put everything back. And then when, as soon as I left it dawned on me, the reason I didn't buy any of it is because my own artwork is going on my walls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> if I don't love it, I don't buy it. Amazing. Such a good lesson to learn. And it takes yeah. a while, mm-hmm. right? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. And so speaking of not buying it when you love it, um, talk to us about how your understanding of money has grown and how you're really like more open to seeing and managing it. So not just manifesting, which is awesome. And it's step one mm-hmm. um, is to know we can get more of it, I think. And then we do move into this place where we're willing to play with it and have a relationship with it more. Well, I, um, we had an assignment and I 
didn't recognize that I was resisting the still. Um, but, and I even said last year, I wanted to look at a budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> uh, so this year, um, I actually was inspired to, I'm looking at, you know, what we have coming in and what I want to build and grow. And so I'm um, working on a budget, but only when it's inspired. Mm-hmm. And um, I also want I wanted to pull my credit report, but I was afraid to because I didn't know what was on it. I haven't yes. seen it for years. <clears throat> so um, I went and pulled my credit report and surprise, surprise, it wasn't that terrible. Of course. <laughs> it was student loans and medical mm-hmm. bills, but everything yes. else has been taken care of. So I was like, oh, and then I was like, well, I could pay off these medical bills right now. And then I decided that that didn't feel good. Because mm-hmm. I had the money, but I decided to keep the money in my savings and add that to my budget and getting those things handled now. That's amazing. And that feels so much better than because it would have been fun to just pay it off, but then I also am excited about a budget. So it felt more inspired to make monthly payments knowing it was getting taken care of versus just paying it off in one fell swoop. Absolutely. And always the key, right, is following what feels good. So the whole thing feels good, right? Yeah. Um, That is big evidence of how you are changing. Talk to us about how people around you are seeing that. Oh, my gosh. Um, So my husband walks around the house now every day saying how abundant he is and how abundant we are. Yay. (laughs) It's amazing. Um, I have money conversations with my um, three boys and uh, my oldest is getting ready to rent his first place on his own with a roommate in Alaska. And he has almost $7,000 in his savings account, which is amazing. He's 20. So he wanted a new truck and we talked about it and um, he's decided that he's going to sit on his money and wait until he gets out of the army. And he made this, he goes, mom, I think I might just pay cash for a truck when he gets out. I'm like, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And then my other son, Zachary, the same, same money conversations. And it's, he was going to, he wanted to get a truck. And um, I don't know what it is about trucks. We like our trucks, but um, (laughs) we're having money conversations and he came home. It was so funny. (laughs) He had put his truck cap on a selling wall and some guy offered him, talk him clear down to like $150. And then the guy didn't show up. And I just said, well, that just means something better is coming. Well, then he came home Friday before we left for vacation. He's like, you want to talk about manifesting? That's what I just manifested. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what? He's like, some guy's driving three hours here to buy my truck cap for $250 cash. Plus he got a toolbox for his truck. Awesome. So we priced out the toolboxes and we went to the really high end. And so Mm -hmm. we celebrated. He manifested $650 compared to $150. That's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Um, So fun. So yeah, it's. I, by me being who just showing up and being me and doing all the things I'm doing, my husband did tell me, he's like, tell me more about this manifesting stuff. He goes, and I am watching and I am learning. And then he asks more questions. So it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it, from a year ago to today, it's so different. Yes. Um, and one other thing that is money related is we, when we get back from vacation, um, 
we're making an appointment with his, um, I think it's Fidelity, which is where his uh, pension plan is with. Mm -hmm. And we're going to make an appointment and go talk to them because he wants to invest in um, beachfront property. (laughs) Yay. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So now we're talking about investing, which is Mm -hmm. something that, you know, we kind of dreamed about many years ago with doing vision boards and manifesting and we didn't know what we were doing and we still don't know what we're doing, but we're inspired. All of what's happening now is inspired versus being forced. Yeah. Tell us the difference. Um, forced is trying to figure out how to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Inspired is, oh, <laughs> you get an email and, oh, that's interesting. Or you have a conversation or you meet somebody and you have a conversation and it's, it feels different on the inside too. Mm-hmm. There's no stress. There's no, um, oh, I wish I could put it into words. It's an inner knowing of, yeah, this is it. Yeah. The way to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. So uh tell us a little bit more about um you mentioned vision boards and like we'd put it on a vision board. So talk about the difference between sort of how you used to manifest and maybe creating a vision board to what you do now and have been doing for the last year. Um, I actually came across a vision board from years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's this big old house and um, all these things. And uh, I can remember Joshua and I made a vision board with, he wanted a German shepherd and we wanted boats and jet skis and all the things. And I think the idea is, was the same back then, but we made them and then we just kind of put them away. We didn't know what else to do with them other than look at them and like, oh yeah, I really want that. Right. But we were trying to figure out back then how to get those things. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to get a better paying job or I have to do this or I have to do that. Now, when I do a vision board, it's more of a, oh, that's coming. I don't know how, but I'm excited (laughs) to see how it shows up. Yes. So totally Uh, different. I love that. Um, And I have this inspired question. We're going to talk a little bit um, next episode about some cool things that are unfolding in your life. But um, when you looked at your vision board, could you see the money chaser in you? Because that was your old money story, right? Yeah. Uh, no, that, or maybe it was a different story back then. No, I was always, well, I think I've always been a money chaser. Yeah. And then I also, I think I was a little bit of survival mode where I would save money and then something would happen and I'd have just enough. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, now when I do vision boards, I'm like, Ooh, I can't wait. I don't know how they're going to show up, but it's really super exciting. And I'm not out there trying to figure out how to, how to bring it to me. Yes, Absolutely. I let go and leave it up to the universe. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's so much more magical and it's so much more easier. And it just, it comes in ways that I couldn't imagine for myself. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, yeah, it's definitely more fun to let the universe figure out the how. (laughs) (laughs) What if you had to put it into a couple keys of being able to create that and let go? and stay out of the how, what are, what are keys to that? Or why can you do it now when you didn't do it then? Um, some of the keys. Well, I think too, um, now I, I step into the person who 
has what she wants. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really get that before. I just wanted what I wanted, even, but I never stepped into being uh, the woman that had those things. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think they always felt so far out of reach. Yeah. Um, Now I'm more of the person who, who dresses the way that she wants to in alignment with what's, what's coming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's really funny because I don't get me wrong. A million dollar house would be awesome, but I'd be fine with a million dollar shack as well. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, So it's different. It's um, I, I don't even know how to put that into words. I step into being the person who can receive Mm -hmm. those things versus the person who used to step into chasing to figure out how to get those things. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And for our listeners, I want to add, you know, there's a difference, I would say, in becoming and wanting. And very often we have a vision board and we don't we don't know how to let go. We haven't learned how to let go or how to trust or how to follow inspired action or even what that is, right? Make this vision board, like you said, and it's like, how do I go get it? And what that fuels is the wanting of it, which fuels the creation of the wanting of it, not the becoming and the having of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's um, a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, your husband and co-creating with him. And I just want to take a second because a year ago he had moved out. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just packing his bags this week, as a matter of fact. <laughs> wow. And so let's talk yeah. about what the difference has been from that moment to the moment that you had this morning. Tell us about that. So yeah, this time a year ago, he was gathering his stuff and moving into his own apartment. And um, now, I mean, obviously there's so much in between what happened last year and where we're at now. Um, But now he's talking about what he wants to manifest and how abundant we are. And he tells me, like, he's he's taking flying lessons to get his private pilot's license. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> he's, stepping into, he's stepping into the person that he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And we never even had that conversation of him stepping into being who he wants to be. Right. And there was, um, don't get me wrong. There were times like I, I thought my marriage was over and now my marriage is stronger than it's ever been. And one of the things that we both recognized is that um, we stay in our own lane. We still talk about things and we let go of the past, meaning we don't, we don't talk about it, about it, or we don't, um, I don't want to say we avoid it because that's not what we're doing. It's It's just, yeah, it's a choice. We're choosing not to go. We can't fix that. Right. We can only be present now and move forward. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting how the more that we step into who we want to be, the more we're coming together and co-creating together. Awesome. Yeah. So awesome. I'm more (laughs) in love today (laughs) than I have. um, I don't know. I just gets better every day. Yay. That's awesome. That's a great manifestation and also a great um, 
it's almost to me, like, even when I said it's a great manifestation seems a little, I don't know, like it's, that's not a big enough word in this case, because in this case, manifestation meant you felt your feelings, which you're going to talk about you, you did the work and you learned to stay in your own lane and Mm -hmm. allow that right. Instead of forcing it. And so it's easy, kind of easy to say, Oh, I manifested that, but there was a lot of intention and commitment and work that went into that. Oh yeah. Um, I, uh, I call it, I had a come to Jesus moment. Um, (laughs) I thought I was someone who showed up vulnerable Mm -hmm. and honest and not that I'm untruthful. Um, I just wasn't honest in what I wanted or what I needed. And I had the the mindset, well, I don't need anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that falls in, you know, that the people around you feel that. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't need me. Um, and again, that there may be some storyline there, but um, I, I showed up vulnerable, but for me, it showed up being authentically me. So there was kind of a fine line of being vulnerable and just being me and, and, and owning what I wanted and what I needed. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the breakthrough that our relationship needed. So, yeah. And he, t- you know, it's, it's, it wasn't like it was all my fault. It wasn't that it was all his fault. I think that um, we each have our own stories mm-hmm. and we get to choose which one, you know, we want to tell. And at the end of the day, we both knew that we loved each other. We just didn't know how to be together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's and even looking back now, I'm not even sure. I remember the day that I, I broke down. It wasn't like I was crying, but I just showed up and shared what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me and he goes, well, there's days where I just want to come home. But it was like, I opened that door to allow both of us to say how we were feeling because we hadn't done that in a really long time. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And so that was the turning point in our marriage. That's and then a week later, it was totally different. I, yeah. <laughs> and it just keeps getting better and better every day. Amazing. I love it. So yeah. cool. Um, that is amazing. What else is amazing is that you manifested over $10,000 in 30 minutes. Do you want to tell us that story? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I had calculated um, money that was coming in. And then I got a letter that morning. It came through an email and I checked it and it was an extra um, $9,940. And then um, Joshua went and checked the mail and he got $1,000 of free life insurance. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I filled it out and he sent it in. So in less than 30 minutes between me going and reading this correspondence and him checking the mail, we had manifested over $10,000. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. I was like, huh, this is all I think on a Tuesday morning. So I was like, that was fun. <laughs> it is fun. Oh, that's yes. awesome. I love it. Um, and getting used to and practicing that. And I love that you were like, like in 30 minutes, you know, you put that because when we put those, we make the story more fun. You could have said today. But I know you, I know you intentionally came to the call. Like I could tell, like you had, you had done the things that I kind of prompt you guys to do along the way. And you did it in a really big way, which is super fun. And you're like $10,000 in 30 minutes because we're (laughs) prepping. That's we're telling that story. We're, we're opening up more possibilities for that to happen, which is amazing. Oh yeah. I mean, 
I'm excited to see how much I manifest every day in 30 minutes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, and I have to share this too. Uh, We ran out to the grocery store this morning and um, we were in the parking lot and there was all these pennies. So I counted them. There were seven and I picked them all up. I'm going, woohoo, jackpot. Yes. <laughs> and then I walked out, I was by myself and there was one more. So I found eight pennies in the parking lot. And to me, a penny is just as important as a hundred dollar bill or a million dollars. Like I celebrate all of it. Yes. And so Josh was like, want me to help you pick them up? I'm like, I got them. <laughs> he was I love that he was yeah, and yeah. I love that he was willing. Like this is important. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Hey, there's one over there." <laughs> there was a shopping cart in the way. I'm like, "Where's it at?" <laughs> so yeah, he was helping me find seven pennies at the one in the one spot in the parking lot. So it was just so fun, and yeah, him totally saying, "Hey," um, and celebrating, going woohoo with me. And then he even said, "We're so abundant." I'm like, "Yes, we are." <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yay. Um, and, and this is a great, cause we do the highs or what we consider like those emotions that everybody wants to have, or everybody thinks they're supposed to have. And we learn how to fill the lows, the other emotions, which I don't classify them as high and low. They're just all feelings right. and they're all as important, but, um, I think that's how a lot of people look at them. And so you're recently listening to, um, Jean's interview on, um, temper tantrums. And so you tell us the process of feeling the other side of that feeling of excitement, like how that, how, what you learned and how you process through that. Um, so something happened the other day and I, I won't share all the details, but it hit me hard and I, um, <clears throat> it, it was so interesting because I was inspired that morning to listen to a podcast mm-hmm. and I chose John's podcast because I could have chosen any, but it was that one that I decided to listen to and something clicked for me. I'm like, ah. Oh. So we can have a temper tantrum and it doesn't interfere with manifesting. What it does is it allows that feeling to move through my body a lot faster. Mm -hmm. Well, then the universe delivered a way for me to practice (laughs) (laughs) what I just learned that morning. Mm -hmm. And I've been learning it. So it wasn't like it was completely new. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember that that day, um, Joshua had just gotten home and I finally had reached that point where I just broke down. I was crying. I get it. He wanted to comfort me and calm me down. But for the first time, I actually looked at him and I said, I need to feel my fucking feelings. Just let me feel them right now. (laughs) He's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so he did. And I cried. I ranted, said what I was angry about, why I was upset. Because there was, it was more than just, um, I was sad. I was scared. I was angry. And there's, I could put any label on what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. That didn't really matter. What mattered was that I was allowing myself for the first time, I think probably in my 45 years on this earth to truly feel my feelings and be okay with feeling them. Mm -hmm. And within 15 minutes, they moved through my body and I was no longer angry, scared, sad. I was calm. And then a solution arrived (laughs) and it still didn't have the exact outcome that I wanted, but I was no longer angry or sad or like, I wasn't trying to control the situation. Mm -hmm. I was calm and I still trust that everything is okay. 
And that's huge. So yeah. now, <laughs> now I'm going to trust and I'm going to want to feel my feelings instead of resisting them or pushing them down mm-hmm. because it's, it was so much more magical to just give my, and literally it was 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that, um, I did some free flow writing. I don't know if you want me to go into any of that. That's right up now to you. Not. Go for it. <clears throat> I did some free flow writing and I recognized that, um, feelings for me used to make me think of Alice in Wonderland and I would fear the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And when I would go down the rabbit hole, I would, sometimes I get stuck there and I didn't want to feel the anger or the sadness because I was afraid I was going to get stuck there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I, I realize that I have a choice. I don't have to get stuck in the rabbit hole. I can just feel my feelings and let them be what they are and then come out on the other side and feel calm. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing. So now I'm like, bring on the feelings. I want to feel them. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's so different. And that was huge for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have. Eh, I don't want to say that either. That's a story. It came because I was ready mm-hmm. because I've been stepping into who I am and becoming and up leveling and all these things. And I was ready that day to hear that podcast, have something click, and then was immediately able to see the evidence. That's what it was. It's, it was evidence mm-hmm. of what it means to well, say, you know, it wasn't really a temper tantrum, but I was mad. Yeah. And I ranted and it was okay because I wasn't ranting at anybody um, specific. I was just allowing myself to feel those feelings mm-hmm. and it feels so much better to do it that way versus the old way. Yeah. Well, and I think what you're saying for listeners is it feels good to let them go. I think the reason it, 15 minutes is pretty accurate. I mean, that's when we really let ourselves feel our feelings, it almost never goes longer than 15 minutes. I mean, some really big things do go for a while, but when we really surrender and we let ourselves feel them, um, we, they move through us. Right. And I was thinking about your rabbit hole and I haven't seen Alice in Wonderland in a long time, but like down the rabbit hole, I'm like, yeah, why are we scared to go into the rabbit hole? Because I'm pretty sure you could just it either comes out another side or you turn around and you go back the way you came, but it's that fear of getting deeper that mm-hmm. keeps us like, which isn't, it's, it's a fear that, Oh, if I feel this too much, I can't stop it, which in some cases is true. But the truth is if you feel it fully and you open and you don't resist it, it moves through on its own. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to stop it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think the stopping it is the controlling part. Mm-hmm. There's a control factor there. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, letting go is, I, I get it now more than I ever did. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Cool. Well, that feels like an amazing place to <laughs> wrap up for today. We are going to be back with um, part two of this episode where we're going to talk more about career and unfolding and things like that. So make sure mm-hmm. to check us out next week. Thank you, Kimberly, for Thank sharing you. this moment in your journey with us. My pleasure and my honor. I love these. Me too. Amazing. And we're so happy that you all joined us. Thank you for tuning in and come back next week. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. 
To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest, $10,000.